0: your local enterprise office making it happen for irish startups and small businesses at localenterprise.ie/start
1: welcome to the making it happen podcast series brought to you by your local enterprise office i'm connor o'moran and in this episode i'm joined by joe english of the meath local enterprise office who has been looking after businesses for two decades joe There must be absolutely nothing that you have not seen or heard in terms of people coming along with ideas, some of them ridiculous, some of them fantastic. All of them wanting to start the journey of being an entrepreneur. So having introduced you as such, tell me some of the crazy, daft ideas that you have come across over two decades.
0: Well, to go back on how you started, I haven't seen it all, and that's actually the joy of the job, because there's always somebody new coming in with something really different. I suppose the strangest one I've ever seen was when I was asked to go out uh, to a little farm outside Kells, where there was three guys who had been to UCG, And they were raising flies, which I thought was just wonderful. So once I heard they were raising flies, I thought I should bring a couple of my staff members with me, all female, who were thrilled to go out and see flies being raised. However, this is a company called Hexafly.
1: And it is fantastic.
0: It is absolutely brilliant. They're raising flies initially to feed fish. When you think about it, what do fish eat? flies, and they've now expanded into an extraordinary array of products and markets. That was about the strangest one, um, and I don't think they're going to come much stranger than that.
1: Okay, we'll put that down as a yes for that one. How do people approach you normally uh, with their business ideas? Well, it varies. I mean, there's the
0: traditional phone up the local enterprise office and come in and talk to us. Other times, people can be very careful about, firstly, exposing themselves and exposing their idea. Um, So I can get people saying, I was thinking uh, of maybe starting a business. And you might get that when you're out on a walk or maybe you're in a cafe somewhere and somebody comes up to you. Because as the head of enterprise, you get known in the local area because there's only one of you. And people can sidle up and say, I was thinking of starting a business, maybe sometime. And where would I go or what would I do? Um, and then you start a conversation. Um, of course, there's a couple of things you get in those conversation conversations. And one of them is, but I can't tell anyone. And don't you dare tell anyone. Now, I have to tell them that you know that i'm not allowed to speak and that they can sue me if i start flogging their idea around the world but then also i tell them if you don't tell anyone about your business nobody will know about you and that comes as quite a surprise to them uh, because you'll find a lot of people because Mm -hmm. they know about the business and because their mother and father think it's a great idea that everyone thinks it should think it's a great idea.
1: And isn't there the other issue with that is that they think that they're onto something unique, but in fact, they you probably have to dispel some of those ideas sometimes and say, you know what, I've seen it before. Or by looking through a little bit of a Google search, you might see, oh, somebody's done it bigger or better before.
0: Yeah, um, curb your enthusiasm a little bit. Um, A question, somebody comes in and say, nobody has ever done this before. And the first question I ask them is, did you ever think about why they didn't do it before? Good question. (laughs) And with that is either nobody has thought of it, which is great, or B, people have thought of it. And once they looked into it, now there's not going to be a market or there is going to be a market, but you're not going to make money on it. So I try to bring people down to reality to start talking dollars and cents with them. And the questions I start with, people think about business plans and that they're real complex and that they're about four inches thick. Business plans can be dead simple. What are you going to make or what service are you going to provide? Who is going to buy it from you? What are they going to pay you? And how can you make money on it? And if you can answer those questions, you're well on the way.
1: You have, as I mentioned earlier, been in the uh, this area, the sector, for almost two decades, and I also probably have touched on it for a pretty long time. A constant refrain is, "There is too much paperwork." Now, I've during this series, I've told people paperwork is there for a reason because it is public money that you're trying to access or public um, uh, funded advice so therefore fill out the forms there is a reluctance frequently about filling out forms
0: there is and people think um, that you should be able to just get money and give it out because it's a great idea and that would be lovely however we have tried to make it as simple as possible um we our application form is actually a foreshortened business plan. So to come to us looking for funding, you need to fill out our form, but that is your business plan. If you go to other organisations looking for funding, they're going to insist on a fully fledged business plan, which can take a lot of time, effort and money to put together. We've tried to simplify it to do two things. Our application form should be used to get you thinking about your business. So it's talking about the market, it's talking about potential customers, it's talking about your projections for sales and costs over the next two to three years. And let's face it, if you're not doing that, you shouldn't really be contemplating business. So we've tried to take as much of the the nonsense, the crap out of it as possible. But it's the basics that you need to run your business. And we can then use that as a discussion point with you on what supports might be appropriate
1: for your business. And that is a perfect opportunity to ask about the supports. What are the main supports that uh, the, the office can give? OK,
0: 95% of the people walking through my door, the first question they have is, can I get a grant? And they're focused entirely on finance. And that's really, um, that's, um, that's understandable. What I try to do is to try and move the conversation on from that to look at the other supports that they might need to grow their business. For instance, an awful lot of our funding goes towards providing one-to-one mentoring services for companies. One-to-one mentoring is a fancy way of saying, we get an expert in to work with you on a specific part of your business. Um, So we put a lot of effort into that. We do some formal training, less than we used to.
1: Let me just cut across you there, because I am such a fan of the mentoring side of what you do. Just explain if I came in with uh, the better mouse trap, or the better bucket or the better spade, you guys can actually find an expert who will talk to me about why or how or where to make that better bucket.
0: Yeah. Um, so you come in with your better mousetrap there's a couple of things you're going to have to do with your better mousetrap One, you're going to have to either manufacture it yourself or have it manufactured and that's a decision you need to make and you may not have the experience to make an informed decision there so we have people um, who have a lot of experience in manufacturing and in supply chains who would sit down and go through what is going to be logical for your business and we don't have We don't have a set um, expectation, uh, whether you manufacture it or have it manufactured for you. It should be what's right for your business. And that's what we use our mentors for. Others would be for how the heck do I how do I market this? How do I get my mousetrap out there? And we have people who are experts in that area. We've experts in finance and so forth.
1: And so it wouldn't matter if I was in the dairy industry or in kids playground toys. You can find me a mentor. Absolutely. And what do you get from them for that?
0: Uh, for that, you get a number of sessions with them. Um, it's short and sharp. I mean, this is not going to go on for years. So you're going to mm-hmm. get somebody to come in and spend maybe three or four afternoons with you uh, to work on this particular aspect of your business. Uh, it's not going to try and solve all your problems, but we're going to focus on individual problems that you're facing that you need to resolve. And we will be very focused on that. And we'll spend a few sessions um, making suggestions, uh, pointing out the literature, pointing out some good examples, and then working with you to come up with the correct solution for your business. And that's the beauty of mentoring. It's one to one. It's your business. It's your issue.
1: And those also coming into you from day one, probably somewhere in their heads might just worry that you're expecting them to become the next Samsung or the next Kerry food or That you have to have massive ambition.
0: Um, No, you can park all that at the door. We don't have expectations. You walk in, you have an idea, and we're there to help you. Think about your idea and hopefully get it up and running. And also, maybe to knock it out of your head, because it's not going to be financially viable. Um, We have uh, feasibility studies where we can give you funding um, to test out your idea. And a good result from a feasibility study is you think, yeah, that's great and it's going to fly. Another good result is that ain't going to work. And maybe we can save you a lot of time, effort and money um, by finding out early that that particular product won't work.
1: And another little gem that the Leo has is that you will uh, co-invest or pay half of the costs to get people to overseas markets to sniff around at trade shows and stuff like that
0: yeah they're called uh tame grants Uh, technical assistance for micro enterprises but i think tame is handier but that is really it's a it's a small enough amount of money but it's us co-funding you to go out and have a look at your at potential export markets Uh, very easy uh, to apply for i think it's a one pager um, that you need to do and you need to tell us what you're going to do and if it falls um, if it if it makes sense for your business, we'll we'll support it.
1: And certainly, people that I know who have availed of that found it tremendously useful. Because you are now mooching with the big boys, and obviously, at an early stage, normally you might not be able to afford that.
0: Yeah, um, and it's it's a scary thing to do, uh, but also but when scary you're, good, but very good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's also quite nice if you're a small company and you go out oh yeah i'm being funded by my government to do this it gives you a certain cachet and maybe just gets you in the door a little bit quicker
1: and there is a term that you're very familiar with is uh, a lifestyle business if i wanted to set up a lifestyle business where i want to be self-employed and maybe maybe maximize max, max at maximum employ one or two people that's fine by you
0: it is uh, you're not our primary Um, uh, candidate Uh, but if you're going to be adding value and you have the potential to employ people yes we're we're interested in talking to you basically we're interested in talking to anybody who wants to set up a business Um, they come in to us chat to us and we can signpost at a minimum on what they to develop their business
1: joe english of leo meave thank you very much for joining us thank you connell This podcast was produced by Team SBS Podcasts on behalf of the local enterprise offices. It was recorded at Collaborative Studios Dublin.
0: Making it happen with expert advice, mentoring, training and funding supports. The local enterprise offices are supported by Enterprise Ireland, local authorities and the Government of Ireland.